Ah, mateys, so it's a story you be wanting. Then I'll tell you the tale of how the crew of the Happy Hedgehog found the lost treasure of Mad Captain Owens. It all began on a night very much like this one. I'm Kim, your host, and I play Flossie Lee. Just hold my hands and follow me. This is Christy. She plays Rin. What? I don't... <laughs> People! And Steve, he plays Z. And I'm tired of him yelling at me about the damn engine I poured dust into. And Chad, our GM. Let's uh, get on into it. So here we go. This jump point that we're using today was submitted to us by a member of our Nerdsmith Network Discord channel. It goes by the handle Champion. And we're just going to go right into it. You all wake up in various states of array, various places. Uh, where would you all be on the ship sleeping, uh, like waking up like after a long night? You're all waking up feeling kind of out of sorts and like you may have partied too hard. Hopefully in bed. Probably just crashed in a chair in the cockpit area. Zeke, don't don't forget that your your side is still bandaged up from that little mishap involving Flossie, some rum, and a handgun. Which is why I'm sleeping in a reclining position instead yes. of fully. Yes. Okay. And where would Flossie be uh, being woken up abruptly on the ship? I would be curled up on a rug in front of the artificial fireplace with a book. Okay. So you're all woken up to the sounds of... Uh, tones coming from the helm that you're all being hailed. Uh, who is going to be the one that goes to check on the uh, messaging? Well, I'm already in, in the cockpit. Okay, so you were in the helm? Yeah. Okay, so you passed out in the helm. You wake up and, and you look out, and in front of the ship is a series of, of other vessels. Looks like an assortment of you know tiny little cruisers, maybe a destroyer here or there, but they're all just kind of, looks like they're surrounding the ship. What do you do? What does their message say? I guess so I'll the, you push the button next to the little flashing light, and uh, you're being hailed, and it's a message saying, "This is the Egret hailing the Happy Hedgehog." Do you read us? Uh, Happy Hedgehog. This is how. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? I just woke up. <laughs> That's a good question. What do they want? So you just woke up. There's a whole bunch of seemingly hostile ships uh, surrounding your vessel, the Happy Hedgehog. Uh, why? What are they angry about? What are they doing? Okay. Do all of these ships have like a similar insignia pattern? Yeah, they all belong to the same faction. So maybe we've drifted while we were unconscious into their controlled area. Who was unconscious? Well, we're all just sleeping. Just Sleeping is like being unconscious. That's true. It is being unconscious. It's not like being it's unconscious. It's very, very similar to being unconscious. This is my medical opinion. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. Semantics, whatever. What do they want anyway? Okay, so maybe you guys drifted into their territory. So what? which faction is this? The, the Unidor then. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so you drifted into their territory. And they're Unidor vessels, and they command you, saying, Happy Hedgehog, you will submit to being boarded. You will lower your shields and allow us to dock. You're going to be inspected. 
on what charges or authority? You drifted into our territory. We're going to see what you have on that ship. If you don't submit, you'll be blown out of space. Well, we drifted in here accidentally. It wasn't our intention to, to be in your territory. Will you allow us to just turn around and flee, tails tucked firmly between our legs? After a cursory inspection, sure. So this poses a problem because you all have some illegal cargo. You're hauling artwork that is hiding some illegal goods that you are shipping to the order of fear. Right. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Hmm. Where did we put that anyway? It's in the cargo area. Oh. Well, that's not a good place for hiding things, Apparently is it? Apparently not hidden at all. Well, we weren't expecting to this kind of trouble, maybe. Hmm. Well, of course not. So you have Unidor vessels that want to dock with you and inspect the ship. However, you have some cargo that could prove to be problematic for some reason with them. So what do you do? How many of them are there? See, There's about maybe like a cruiser, a big cruiser, maybe two destroyers and a smaller comparable sized vessel to yours that looks like it's headed your way and is going to dock with the hedgehog. Hmm. Here's a plan. Could we forge um, documents? Documents for the the artwork. I'm assuming the artwork is in crates, right? So just yes, it is statuary, so it would be in crates. I can try to compel them to go away. Certainly worth a try. There, there's a lot of them. Well, but if I get to the one person saying that they have to board, I could try to. It might just be easier to forge the documentation that says that we're transporting this, that we don't know what it is, but we're... Or we could try to prevent them from getting on the ship at all. Your ship's computer tones and states that there's a proximity alert, meaning the other vessel is coming close and it is going to dock. Or we could blow that guy out of the sky. But there's too many of them. Right. But we don't know that the guy that you need to compel is on that ship. I can just do it over the speaker. And then whoever's listening could potentially be. Yeah, you can try. It's certainly worth a shot. You work on that and um, Ren and I will work on uh, document forgery. Now, I- I'm curious to see <laughs> if you can forge convincing documents in like 10 seconds. Okay, so Kim, you smudged your dice. Hopefully indeed. you. I'm trying to remove the curse. Steve touched them last like, night. Like exercise the touch of Steve. Yes. All right, so give me a compel roll. Nope, didn't work. Well, nope. no, she has to add her uh, influence. Nope, that's, so that's an eight, mm. which means there's two consequences. It's certainly non-harmful to tell them to turn around and let us go. I suffer a uh, debility. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. So uh, Steve is rolling to create a forgery. So that's an 11. Wow, you Photoshop your little heart out. And Rin uh, was going to lend a hand if she needed to, but she didn't need to. So, Rin, you just watch Dr. Ezekiel get on the computers and put together some convincing manifest documentation for this crate right as the ship that was going to dock with a happy hedgehog stops and takes off. And you get hailed again saying, well, everything seems to be in order, happy hedgehog. You are free to go. Isn't that what we tried to tell you? But thank you. Don't mess with success. Just say thank you. Thank you. Uh Uh-huh. 
All right. So you still have to get to uh, pirate territory. So are you going to just burn to find a jump point or are you going to do a wild jump? How far away? I vote for a wild jump. You would. Well, because people on the ship that weren't part of being compelled might start to question things. So we want to get out of here before. That is an interesting point, Captain Zeke. Wild jump, safe route. How far away is it to the nearest jump point? Roll a d6. Okay, roll a d6 that doesn't hit me in the lap. Five days. The Unidor could catch up with you in that time. Do what you want. Right, we'll wild jump. We'll just get out of here as fast as we can. Okay, and since Ren is still with you, she can she can uh, assist you if needed. So 2d6. Eight. All right, finally, a good roll. Uh, well, that's a partial success. Ren, if you would like to assist. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. Wait, we could, have been, we could have been assisting with the wild jump rolls this whole time. I didn't mention that? No. Oh, well. Oh, that's no, a damn shame. No, not when we were attacked by a space squid monster thing. No, 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 no. no. Um, you, you were assisted. Everyone failed. Anyway, so wild jump. What did Ren roll? What am I adding to it? Just two d six. That's it. Oh, uh, seven. All right. So you you turn a partial success into a complete success. So the wild jump goes off without a hitch. So let's see. So S- Steve, since you initiated the jump, you can reach a point within a week's travel of your destination, or choose one of the following from below. It's your choice, not mine. You can discover an uncharted world, exploitable resources, an interesting phenomenon, ancient wreckage or ruins, a new path to a well-known location, or a new faction or culture, or end up being closer to your destination. Three of those are really tempting. Is this the first time we've ever succeeded? Yes. Wow. Took us a while. Yeah. Being close to our destination is nice and, and is a good safe option. An uncharted world could be fun. We haven't had, had one of them in a while. The last one was covered in hurricanes and I got yelled at. Remember, you have a deadline to deliver this cargo. So I guess being closer would probably yeah, be let's just Yeah, let's go with the safest get within a short distance of our destination. Okay. So the happy hedgehog makes a wild jump and you end up being all that much closer to your ultimate destination in uh, space controlled by the order of fear. All right. So you guys are burning to get to your destination. What type of location do you need to make this drop at? Uh, Let's see. Flossie, you were the one that took this job. So how about you tell us like what, where, where are you going? We are going to a, um, a station that, they have claimed a commandeered space station. What faction did this space station used to belong to then? If they're the ones that took it mega try. So you are slow boating it all the way to a, a pirate, a pirated space station, literally. All right. The, the journey there is relatively uneventful. Uh, You eventually get there to the space station. You, uh, Let's see. Steve, what's the name of the space station? Hell Station. We're going to hell. 
Or is it H3LL? Why would they have late speak? It's an archaic form of communication. It's pirate lingo. Fear my elite skills, noob. Arr! Arr! Fear me elite skills! That's canon now. Okay. So, Hell Station. All right. So, you, uh, the happy hedgehog, flies in to Hell Station. You request docking from a bunch of pirates. Oh, you're granted docking. And you go in, you fly into the hangar. This the station, so is this like a a very large station? Is it like a smaller station? Is it in good repair? Has it It's still in decent repair. I think it's um the research station. Okay. So it's minimally um livable. It's lots of places to grow things. Right. Research like, station. Okay. Like the International Space Station, but maybe, you know, double or triple in size. Okay. Okay. So it sounds like it's kind of small-ish. So you kind of go up to like a docking tube. The uh, airlock opens and you can just walk through this tunnel onto the space station. Okay. So as you, well, who is un, undock, who is disembarking and who is, is anybody choosing to stay on the ship? I'll go on. Okay. Flossie's going to step onto a space station full of pirates and various other criminal Well, yeah. Type. Why wouldn't she? Okay. Ren, you staying or going? Should we stay? Or should, should we, we go? go now? <laughs> should someone stay behind to watch? I mean, it's, it's a space station full of pirates. If we all leave, what's the worst that could happen? You can also lock up the ship. Oh, yeah. Beep, beep. <laughs> oh, no, that's perfect. So the three of you walk off. Ren reaches behind her with the little uh, fob thing. Goes, boop, boop, and then the airlock closes and everything seals. Great. Perfect. You step onto the station. Uh, you know, it being run by pirates, there's a few systems that are in a little bit of disrepair. So the, the artificial gravity is a bit wonky. It's You all are walking, but you're all about... Maybe about five pounds lighter. You have a little spring in your step. That doesn't sound like a bad thing. No. All right. So you walk onto the station and Steve, you know your contact here. Tell us about this contact. You know a guy or a girl or otherwise. Amorphous space jelly. I like that. That wasn't what I was intending. I was just. You said amorphous space jelly. Yeah, it was a joke. We want to meet an. So you mean it's Morph from Treasure Planet, or Odo from Deep Space Nine? Huh. Gotcha. There is no joking on this podcast. <laughs> yes, this is completely serious. Yes, you should know this by now, Steve. Okay. No, seriously. What being are you meeting with? Help me out here, guys. Space jelly with a pirate hat. Like a gelatinous cube with a pirate hat and an eye patch floating, floating inside of it. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it communicates via flashes of colored light. Or it could have digested a vocorder from an android. You know what? I like this. I'm hijacking that. Yes, this is this is what you are uh, encountering. Great. <laughs> now it just needs a name. Well, its name is inpro- is unpronounceable in the human dialect, so most people just call it... <laughs> Oh, I like that. Okay. So you are... Um, Blarg? 
<laughs> we can call it Blarg. <laughs> Please, my father was Blarg. <laughs> call me Junior. Blarg Junior? Yes. So you go onto the space station. You're walking. You're in search for Blarg Junior, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> You, you go into an area of the space station that was a hydroponics lab, but has been converted into a bar. What kind of bar? Very Drug den. We could just say it's a pirate drug den. Sound good? Sure. Do they share? It's a bar. You got to pay. You're actually doing this job because you're in desperate need of credits. So you're going to get paid today. So you go into the drug den. And you walk in and there's, it's, it's not, I want to stress that there's not just pirates on this space station. Like this is like other, other spacers are here. You got humans from other worlds. You got beings from other factions here and they're all doing business with, with pirates or laying low from the more legally minded factions. And when you're here, I mean, they're all some, they're, some are drinking, some are smoking various substances. Some are snorting various substances. All of them are having a good time or at least trying to pretend they're having a good time by chasing their various highs. And you walk in and you see Blarg Jr. kind of jiggling by one of the bars. Looks like having something put into it. You're not sure what. It's some kind of substance that gets like dissolved into its being pretty quickly. Who approaches Blarg Jr.? I think Seek should, since Seek knows Blarg Jr. I was totally just thinking that. All right, Zeke. All right. So you walk up to Blarg Jr.? Um, I approach Blarg Jr. and the bartender. Okay, so you, the bartender gives you this look. What's your poison? And then Blarg Jr. kind of like, well, you're not certain if it's moving towards you to, to see. You're not really sure what its various organs do, but it kind of jiggles with recognition and it looks at you. <laughs> and with the vocorder inside of it, because it's buried inside of a, of a gelatinous being. Did he really just say jiggles with recognition? Yeah, yes, he did. My well, ex-wife does that. <laughs> <laughs> that. Hey. That is a lot to unpack, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> so the vocorder, which is uh, buried into its being, it you know, it, it, the sound comes out kind of garbled. Doctor Zreek, you finally made it. Nice work. All right. Yeah, I couldn't get him to do stutter, but half drowning. <laughs> nice. Do <laughs> <laughs> you have my cargo? <laughs> Oh my god. It's like job of the blob. <laughs> have you ever known me to fail? Of course I have your cargo, but business later. Pleasure first. Have you met Flossie and Ren? Hi. Hello. Lovely to meet you. Well, these are your famous crewmates. <laughs> <laughs> I think Christy is trying to not vomit. It's so disgusting. <laughs> Let's just do what we need to do and get out of here. Don't be hating. It's a pleasure to meet you, ladies. The pleasure is all ours. Jiggles in Flossie's direction. Not really. It doesn't really have eyes, so you're not really sure how it's sensing you guys. But it, it kind of like gets a little closer to Flossie and goes, oh, "You're an elitzy, right?" 
Yes. Your kind is so digestible. Are you hungry? We should get together sometime. Mm, I don't really want to be digested. Well, you better hope Zeke has my cargo. Oh, yes, we definitely have the cargo. So, business first. I need to send my men to your ship to confirm that the cargo is there. Can we just bring it on the station and give it to you? That's fine. My men can accompany you. Okay, great. All right, yeah, sure. And so... uh, are all of you going back to the ship, or is it just no? One no, of you? I'm going to stay and drink with Blard Junior. So I'm guessing Rin would go. I'm leaving. Okay, Rin is going to go to the ship, getting away from Blarg Junior. So Rin, you are escorting, just you know, just a couple of pirate thugs, nondescript people. Doesn't even doesn't even matter what species they are. And you bring them back to the Happy Hedgehog and show them the cargo, mm-hmm. and they. Open up the crate, look at it, inspect it, come back to their boss that the cargo is here. Blarg is very happy to hear that and so buys you a choice of whatever inebriant that you want. I guess he'll pay for Flossie too. Aw, thanks. The more intoxicated you are, the more pliable you are. Did I say that out loud? Yeah. Yes. Stupid vocorder, and he like taps the thing inside of his chest. With what? A pseudopod. Okay. So cargo. Cargo. Yeah. Uh, cargo's been unloaded. Yeah. Now we're drinking on Blog Junior's dime. Mm-hmm. No, he just gets the first round. Okay, fine. We're drinking a little bit on Blog Junior's dime. Uh, Ren, are you staying back on the ship? I will head back. So I'm close enough when they're done, but I'm not going back into the drug den. You're just standing outside? Uh, are there some nice shops around or <laughs> piratey tea shops? <laughs> you know, strangely enough, there are. Oh, nice. I but- lost my heart in hell. I sat in the drug den <laughs> in, uh, in Hell Station and I got crabs, space crabs. I'll be browsing, waiting for them to be done. Blarg looks at Zeke and goes, would you like to eat some space crabs? Okay, so Rin is inspecting the pirate t-shirt shops. Uh, and Flossie and Zeke are drinking. Imbibing. Imbibing with the Blarg gelatinous being thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And I guess time gets spent that way. Uh, let's see. If nobody is doing anything else of import we import we can go to the next day okay i'm guessing you guys would sleep on the ship because that seems like the safest place on this station yes and everyone you, you go to bed you wake up flossy you wake up and you've been drinking all night with a gelatinous cube you feel like you're in great need of a shower yes there's something familiar about that you're not sure what well i mean my shower is really nice. It's great. So uh, Flossie has her own shower on the of ship? Of course. The best one on the ship, too. Did you booby trap the only shower on the ship? She probably did not booby trap the only shower on the ship. But she probably found the most secluded one and booby trapped it. Who knows? There's a shower in engineering. Who knew? <laughs> 
in case of chemical explosions. It's one of those decontamination showers. Oh, there. Oh, I like that. Yes. So you, you take your showers in engineering in the <laughs> the foam chemical showers <laughs> that you could have converted to spray water at you. You, you attached an eye wash station yeah. to the foam <laughs> the foam chamber. No, I it's the eye wash station I converted to spray bubbles in the air because it looks really pretty while I'm showering. So you're standing, you're showering in the engineering room on a spaceship. Yes. With bubbles. And some of the bubbles escape out of the top of the shower. So the engineering room is now filled with pretty little bubbles floating around. Man, if y'all had an engineer, he'd be pissed. Well, we don't have an engineer. I know. Thank goodness. Right? Yeah. Always whining about shit. Yeah. No, we don't need any whining. Right. We do need another job. You both get headaches. We definitely need another job. I can't stay here much longer. Hey, do you have anything for headaches? Yeah. uh, You drank a whole bunch of it. (laughs) Here you go. Thanks. My head suddenly hurts. Right? So are y'all going to look for a job on Hell Station? All right. So, I mean, you you can search the sector net or you can go ask around if anybody knows of any any jobs or such. How much how much actual use of our legs do we want to put into leg work? It's nice to get off the ship. Yeah, definitely nice to get off the ship. We can see what el- what is available on the streets, I guess. All right, so who's going to be investigating? And are you going alone? Sounds like a job for the mystery twins. Yeah. Shall we? <laughs> yes. All right. Here we go. Okay, so if you're looking around for jobs, I want, uh, I'm guessing Flossie's the one that's going to be mainly looking. That's always a great idea. Right, so give me a... (laughs) Never anything bad ever happens. (laughs) I see, I feel like I'm remembering something about Flossie picking a job. Yeah, you pick the, the statue job. Everything else, some of some details are kind of fuzzy. But some some stuff is just hard to remember. It's weird. Anyway, so you give me a face adversity roll using your influence to see if you can schmooze your way into finding a high paying job. So that would be a ten. Ooh, you Woo-hoo! succeed completely. So you manage to f- you hear about a very uh, lucrative thing. Uh, let's see. You know what? You're on a space station that's overrun by pirates. Mm-hmm. You are asking around, you're carousing, you're talking to people. You overhear a couple of pirates talking in one of the other drug dens slash bars on the station okay. about a hidden treasure. I, deep in the reaches of darkest space, there'd be a derelict ship. That's laden with treasure from a thousand worlds. But don't tell anybody. You're overhearing this. Are you humming at this guy's back? No, I am um, humming behind uh, something that is blocking. Like a, like a modesty screen? No, it's more of like a, a, a decorative. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a plant inside of this really decorative planter. Okay, so you're standing behind a potted plant. You overhear these people talking about it. You're looking one of the beings at the table, more mechanical than organic, uh, 
scoots across a, a data pad on the table that looks like it has uh, coordinates for the last sighting of this derelict. Hmm. Can I see the coordinates? You are too far away. You're going to have to do some sneaky stuff if you want to grab it or see it or something. Murder them. <laughs> God, there's this weird little voice in my head. Oh, God. The voices are back. Zeke said the pills would help with that. Um, Can I... I just pictured, like, moving the plant internally, but that's not what she does. Well, that depends on what the dice say. What else is around them? Like, are you looking for things to sneak behind? Either sneaking behind or other people or... Let's do this. So give me a face adversity roll using your physique, and depending on how well you succeed, we can fill in the gaps with how you do what you want to do. So first of all, what is your ultimate goal? The ultimate goal is to get closer to see the coordinates. Okay. So just to get, get the coordinates. So coordinate, just to let you know, star chart coordinates are kind of complicated. They're kind of hard to memorize. You may have to snap a picture. I mean, technology is ubiquitous here. It's pretty easy. Just to, it's like literally taking your cell phone out and snapping a picture. So you can get close enough to do that if you roll good. Okay. I'm just adding some flavor text for our listeners. Including what? Uh, physique. Eight. All right. You, uh, it's a partial success. So you actually managed to succeed in getting close enough to take the picture. However, there's a complication. Rin, how does Flossie get in trouble taking a picture of these coordinates? How doesn't Flossie get in trouble doing anything? She had the flash on. So Flossie, you sneak out. Up from behind this potted plant into like, like there's like, you know, this, this place is kind of cluttered. So there's like lots of, you know, like various tables and chairs and other what people else and is stuff. What the environment? Is it like? It's um, like soft cushions and unconscious people. This is a bar and a stool or two. So you are your sounds more and more like an opium den. The longer you talk about it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, sure. Why not? Space opium. Spopium. That is now officially canon. Um. <laughs> we got hand wavium and spopium. <laughs> and fuzzy, fuzzy wuzzy. wuzzy. <laughs> All things at one point you guys have trafficked in. <laughs> you managed to, to get close enough to the table to take a picture. However, you hit the button, you know, and you were like perfectly placed. Like nobody would have seen this. However, that damn flash goes off and everyone at the table stops and they all put eyes on you. Okay, flossy mind tricks engage. Oh God, those are ones. Those are those are those, those are, are snake eyes. Those I didn't ones. touch your dice. Oh, wonderful. Okay, so you you were what was your what were you what were you intending on doing? Compelling. Yes. So you st they the flash goes off. They all stop and they turn at you. You very in a cocky manner. You you do that little half smirk. I'm going and, to pretend I'm a tourist, and you wave your hand at them. <laughs> you go, don't mind me. I'm just a tourist. And the they all look at each other at the table, and the guy with the data pad goes, "Kill the tourist!" And they jump up from the table. The table gets thrown out of the way. Uh, Ren, you you see this? Uh, what do you two do? Run. 
So Flossie is electing to run. What is Rin doing? Sighing for the moment. <laughs> and looking to Flossie to see what she does. Flossie is already if taken off. taken off, then I will push off anybody close enough to follow and... And you're going to follow then, Flossie? Yeah, follow okay, so Flossie. Flossie, I need you to give me a face adversity roll using your physique. That sounds like the move that you were doing. Huh, sure, now go. I get the 11. So that would be a 12. You run really well. I, apparently. That's the one thing Flossie's good at. <laughs> causing trouble and running away. <laughs> and Ren, you don't Maybe. have to get involved if you don't want to. No, I you don't, won't. I mean, you don't have to get involved to prevent Flossie from being caught. Right. You, however, you're also running, right? Yes. So give me the same roll, face adversity, using your physique. Uh, that's a 10. You both succeed completely, and you manage to get the heck out of there uh, with a bunch of pirates chasing after you. Keep running. So like when they threw the table, they all also tripped over it? Well, no, it's just that Flossie and Wren were both very fast runners. And one of them may have a like prosthetic leg or something. Cause you know We're also not drugged up on right. spopium. True. <laughs> spopium. They this are is totally true. Lots of spopium, those guys. Yep. Yes. Bunch of spopium heads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spope heads. <laughs> you can always tell a spope head by the funny hat. Oh my goodness. They have to wear a hat when they do it? Why do they have to wear I a love hat? spope. <laughs> no, but th- there has to be like a, a purpose for the hat. What, so what is the purpose, you're, Steve? You're putting far more thought into it this than the Steve did. It holds the pipe. It's like like a complex sousaphone. Oh, oh, no, it's like, like the beer hat with the yes. straw that goes in the beer can. <laughs> Spopium culture is really elaborate, okay? So it's like a cross between a beer hat and a hookah? Yes. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> Man, spopium's a hell of a drug. Not even <laughs> once. <laughs> Wait, a hell of a drug? <laughs> Smoking a hat isn't normal, but on spopium it is. Get a t-shirt that says, I bought all this spopium, but I forgot my hat at home. Oh, man. Well, that's when you become an engineer and you figure out how to do it anyway. You get a headache. (laughs) Just cuz. Why is it every time I say engineer? Oh, oh, come on. Stop saying that. So Flossie and Ren are running down the halls of Hell Station, uh, momentarily safe. You've evaded the pirates so far. And Zeke, you are... Are you still on the hedgehog? Yes. yes. <laughs> That's okay. We'll wait. I'm just imagining these pirates chasing through the station Where with Get those two relatively normal-looking people. And they're really wobbly. Looking like some very angry train engines. Bumping into each other. Yes, I'm still on board the the Happy Hedgehog. You get a message from Blarg Jr. They're the very good pirating team. Huh? Uh, Uh, uh. uh. (laughs) I don't get it. 
Anyway. <laughs> so you get a message from Blarg on your little view screen there. Captain Zeke, control your crew. And uh, what's patched through is camera footage of Flossie and Rin. It looks like they start a spopium den fight and then run away. You can't tell. There's a lot of spopium smoke in the air. Spamoke, I like to call it. I'll do what I can and I'll patch comms over to them. Guys, is everything okay? Yeah. Well, Why? Um, Why ask? it's going to be, I think we should probably go. Like warm up the engines now we should probably yeah, go? you should totally warm up the engines like right now. Okay. Yeah. Because Blog Jr. is showing me video feed of you running. Uh-huh. We're moving quickly, yes. Okay. From or to? Just for fun. To you. Yeah. Okay. Totally. It's just fun. <laughs> I, I guess I'll start the warm up. Start yes, the, please, Captain. All right. You, the pre-flight check. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you guys are running to the ship. Uh, as as you guys are running down the, the docking tube, Rin pulls out her fob, and, boop, boop, and the airlock starts opening. <laughs> right as a whole bunch of smoke-covered pirates come skidding down the hallway and start running down towards the same docking tube towards you all. All right, I got to try this again. This is just not acceptable. So I need, well, first of all, uh, I need to ask what each of you is doing. Are you running? Are you stopping to fight? Are you doing something else? Compelling. Flossie's Go going away. to attempt to compel again. Yes. All the compelling. All the time. Okay. So that's a six on the dice. Uh, so that would be an eight. Okay. So you compel. So there's a, a group of about maybe four chasing you. You're only going to affect three. Okay. Um, so I tell them that they should go back to the spopium bar. Stop chasing us and go smoke smoke some more spopium? Yeah. Spope the spopium. (laughs) Refill your spoopas. So go get some more. So what are the two? So do you get a mental backlash from this or? Yes. Wow. Okay. So what's the other condition? Do they do something non-harmful. Non- non-harmful and you get another mental backlash? Yeah. You're telling them to go smoke spopium. This is not a bad thing. <laughs> and when you reach into their minds and do that, there's a little bit of uh, psychic feedback and you get high as fuck. Cool. Whoa, you're riding the spopium Woo-hoo! worm. Wow. <laughs> so that's why they do this stuff. And one of them, the one that's... Uh, more machine than anything else. Uh, you couldn't even detect his mind. It's more like he's mindless, kind of like a machine. And he's still there, and he sees you stop, you turn, you command the rest of uh, his friends, and they stop, and they sit down and start lighting up. Well, you know what? They're lighting up in a docking tube. Since he sees you stopping, and you start looking a little unsteady on your feet, He's going to pull out a gun. However, Rin, what are you doing? I will shoot him. Are you intending to do damage to him with your gun? Yes. Okay, so that is an open fire roll. Roll your metal. 13. You, wow. 
Okay. So are you attempting to disarm, disable, or kill? Kill. All right. You blow his mechanical head off, and he falls over backwards in a shower of sparks. Flossie's spinning around in wow. circles and giggling to that herself. amazing, Rin. So you pick her up and Woo! walk her back on. That are acting totally normal for once. Wow. You hey, are- we go. Zeke, did you fire up the ship yet? You get on the happy hedgehog. And Flossie, the, for as long as these effects last, you can't use any psychic abilities. But you're on the ship now, so Woo-hoo. you should be okay. <laughs> this, is, this is cool. So you get on the ship, and then you start to take off, and you get another message from the uh, space station command. Well, it's a pirate vessel, not command. Whoever's in charge right now. Yeah, literally, whoever's in charge this hour. Happy Hedgehog, two of your crew members have... Two of your crew members murdered a member of my crew. I demand justice. He tried to kill us for no reason. We were just boarding our ship and he tried to shoot us. You must have done something. No. To be fair, from my perspective, they were just running back to the ship and being chased. And then the mechanical one did pull out a gun first. Do you want to f- uh, face adversity? Give me an influence roll to kind of convince the guy to not press it any further. It's just a simple misunderstanding between bullet wielding, between gun wielding rivals. Nine on my influence total. All right, so you, you know what? You just succeed. So you're like, eh, you know, fewer shares next time you capture a ship. I'm like, oh, you know, you got a point there. All right, carry on. Pirates can be a friendly bunch. Right, especially when you speak their lingo. So Rin carries Flossie onto the ship, and Flossie looks different. She's acting different. She's more loopy than usual. Flossie's going to jump out of Rin's arms and lie down on the floor and start rolling down the hallway. I take it back. Flossie's acting pretty normal. Okay, I'm going to plug in a course heading and start point the ship the right direction and let it just do its thing for itself. And so the crew had a star chart and showed Hell Station their udder. But what was to follow would prove to be more difficult than running away from a bunch of spopeheads. Thanks for joining us on another chaotic adventure. We would like to thank another dead weirdo, Sulfuric, Grant Anderson, Peace Loving Games, and Tabletop Audio. And thanks most of all to our listeners. Your interaction keeps us going. We love to read your feedback on the show, so leave us a review wherever you listen. Please visit us at nerdsmith.org to join our community. Just click the donate link and subscribe for access to subscriber-only bonus content, exclusive merch, Discord server access, and more. If you'd like to be a part of the podcast, please visit chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com to submit a jump point for an upcoming story arc. If you want to keep up with the cast, find us on Twitter at chaotic underscore podcast. Stay tuned for more chaos. The fellas call her charm because they say her sweetness shows. They call my sister trouble because it follows where she goes. Together we're a double dose of sweetness, sass, and pluck. We're the sisters Charm and Trouble, and we're here to sing and... Charm and Trouble on nerdsmith.org or wherever you download your podcasts.
Because nobody likes a late wench or an early lad. <laughs>